All right. Let's start off by saying who the fuck is Katja von Garnier? <laughs> I don't I, I don't know at all actually. Apparently she's from Germany and literally this is the only film of hers that I have ever heard of. <laughs> Her other credits include Bandits, Blood and Chocolate, Windstorm, and Abschminkt. Was that German? It's a German film. So, Katja, this was a great piece of art. Good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for a television film, which we you always know does not get the budgeting <laughs> that a feature film gets. It's almost it's almost got this Baz Luhrmann feel to it without <laughs> most of the things that I hate about Baz Luhrmann. Like, you know what I mean? I get it, but it makes me mad that I get it. Like it's got <laughs> it's got it's got modern music and modern camera work and all of those things, but the production design really puts you back there. Yeah. HBO, no limits. Yeah, no, you love a good <laughs> HBO period piece. I do. HBO does do typically well historically with period pieces. If you listen often, you know that Ross's favorite show in the world is John Adams. And guys, when we figure out how to cover television, I'm going to be pushing that <laughs> in meetings from day one. <laughs> Carrie Ann's going to have such a problem with it. <laughs> Like any quality film, this film begins with Margot Martindale. <laughs> Character actress Margot Martindale. Character actress Margot Martindale. <laughs> There's no way you guys don't know who Margot Martindale There's is. There's no way you guys don't know who Harriet Blatch is. Like, go- <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Like, Google a picture of her. You'll know who we're talking about. Yeah, she's in a, she's like, if you've seen like a film, she's in it. She's like the generic <laughs> gentle lady she's of a, our time. Yeah. And she is close with Chip. Cherry Catman Fath. <laughs> I'm gonna have such a time. Cherry Chapman Cat. She is close with Cherry. <laughs> I almost did it again. All right. She, okay, you'll understand this. Angelica Houston gives me big Eleanor Audley energy. Oh, how is She's that? She's just so interesting. Yeah. She's interesting to look at. She's if you could close your eyes and just listen to her speak, it's interesting. Like I love Angelica Houston. And she's in one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies, mm. Ever After. Oh, God. She plays the stepmother. She won the Oscar for Prissy's Honor in 1985 with Jack Nicholson. Oh, my God. Ew. I can't even <laughs> picture. You said ew. I can't even picture them in a movie together. Well, they were. Angelica Houston's brother, Danny Houston, played Sam Adams in HBO's John Adams. Oh, my God. And he also played the Axeman in American Horror Story Coven. Wait. Oh, my God. Danny Houston. I know exactly who you're talking about. That is her brother. He? Wow. Yeah. I see no resemblance. I know. I know. I don't either. The old lady who plays the aunt from Twister <laughs> is um, the Reverend Anna Howard Shaw, who's the president of the National Women's Suffrage Association. Also one of the first women to be a member of the clergy in this country. That is very cool. Picture it. Philadelphia, 1912. Yes. <laughs> we are in the chambers of Miss Cherry Cat... Oh, I'm going to have a hard Miss time. Miss Cherry. Let's, I mean, I let's don't put know. this in the bonus material. How many times do you say Cherry Cat and Faff? <laughs> Listen, she was a great lady. She might very well she have been... She is not portrayed as a great lady in she this. She is not. She might very well have been queer. Like, we'll just get that out of the way. We can put this in the bonus material, but she might very well have been queer. Are you saying if you're queer and suppressed, you'll become problematic? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that she, this was a woman who did not live with her husband. 
husband, like, at all, and spent all of her time with her best friend. When she died, she asked to be buried next to that woman and not next to her first husband. Wow. I know, right? That's powerful. Like, we really have to start looking at they were just friends in, <laughs> in the history books and reevaluate. What what was that president that slept with his vice president or his secretary or whatever? He f- okay, James Buchanan <laughs> slept with his predecessor's vice president. Yeah. Imagine if Joe Biden slept with Dick Cheney. <laughs> no. Imagine if Donald Trump slept with Dick Cheney. That's the scenario here. Oh, God. Yes. James Buchanan slept with William King a lot. Okay. We've had like three false starts. We got to do this. <laughs> we. So I had a client come into my lobby. <laughs> yeah. And she's from Springfield. She drives all the way from Springfield like every three weeks to get her guinea pig Simon a dental procedure done. She told me that her ancestors, she's from Springfield, Illinois, mind you, used to have a restaurant. And Abe Lincoln used to come into this restaurant all the time. And her mo- her grandma, her great-great-grandmother was like the cook. And Abraham Lincoln used to like chase her around, <laughs> like try to get in her pants. I said to the client, I was like, I always thought he was queer. And she goes, he was. He touched anything that moved. Was like, <laughs> she was like, men, women, he was kind of a hoe. Oh my and god! And I was like, okay. Our first bisexual president! <laughs> oh my god! But still not our first queer president. <laughs> no, definitely not. Also, I'm sorry, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson totally had a thing. Like, even if it wasn't physical, there was an re- emotional relationship there. It's guy love, that's all it is. Anyway, can I just say, I love the opening montage. I, it's kind of strange to me. It's set to a vertical horizon song. speaking. I mean, they don't play the lyrics. I mean, it's just, it's very late '90s. I just love the, the coin toss thing and the chess game and the swinging. It's all very symbolic. And you know, the first state to ever outright give women the vote, uh-huh. Wyoming. Oh yeah, you know why? Because women built Wyoming. Yeah, in like 1870, whatever the hell. Saloon owners, madams, Mm -hmm. they owned the West. Yeah. And so they gave them voting power early. Like, I love it. Good on you, Wyoming. Yeah. The men were always somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The reason women ran Wyoming was because men were always trying to get to Wyoming. Or they were dead from exposure or Trying to get to Wyoming. Wildlife disease. Anna Howard Shaw has balls. (laughs) You think so? Big old balls. And she ain't afraid to throw them around. And she, she, no, Anna Howard Shaw is not afraid to let Carrie Chapman Cat pick her balls up and swing them around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she is kind of like a, like an arm piece for her. Yeah, no, it's like... Like, I got the first clergy woman in the country on my side. It's like Anna Howard Shaw is the king of Rohan. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Gary Chapman Cat is Grima Wormtongue. <laughs> <laughs> We're back at headquarters, and Alice is like, get me a meeting with Helen Keller. <laughs> this joke is bad. Well, H- Helen Keller was a great women's activist. She was. But when she said, get me, she was on the phone. And she goes, get me a meeting with Helen Keller. And I literally audibly went, why? (laughs) (laughs) And I felt bad. You know, there's a conspiracy that she was faking it. Oh, let's not even. You're right. (laughs) I'm not entertaining that. No, you're right. Woodrow Wilson 
was a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. He was a horrible man. There was a film that came out in 1917 called Birth of a Nation. Oh, And no. it's all about how yep. black people are rapists and pillagers and they are coming to murder you and your family because they're free now. And it's horrible. And it's about how the Ku Klux Klan are the warriors of justice and freedom and they will come and they will save you from the horrid black man. That's so fucking... Again, and you can't ever believe it was that bad! Woodrow Wilson... And it's not great now either! Woodrow Wilson used to hold private screening of this film in the White House. He said it was the epitome of the American dream. Oh my god! Horrible! Racist! Sexist! So you can imagine man. he's not really on board with women's suffrage either. This is... Fuck me. <laughs> I bit a button and... Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> my notes went away. Um... And I'm just like, also, the whole time with Emily, I'm just like, you like suffrage, don't you, Mrs. Layton? <laughs> yeah, no you know? kidding. Like, the way Inez and Alice and Ben all look at each other when they meet. Yeah. It's just like, I'm sorry. There's some energy there. It's big energy there. <laughs> They're all just enthralled with each other. Anyway. I love how when I looked up who I, I love how when I was doing research, so an article called Inez a pacifist suffragist lawyer, and I wrote down, it's like a Tinder bio I'd swipe right on. Mm -hmm. I, you know what I was thinking about this whole time? I was thinking, and don't answer because I think I know the answer. I was like, who would have to own a desk for Ross to react like this? And it actually came to me very simply. John Adams. Of course. If you... If I had anything that John Adams, like, touched, <laughs> I would be like, I'm holding something <laughs> that one of the greatest men in the history of humanity held. And I'm just like, oh. Anyway. Like, guys, never forget, no matter who occupies the White House, it belongs to you. Mm -hmm. You pay for it. We're the American you choose people. The, you choose the person that gets to live there. You're allowed to be there. Mm -hmm. Not like at night. <laughs> not but, like at night and but, not too close to the house. Yeah. But like, not even too close to the gate that surrounds the house. Yeah, apparently. We've come so far. Do you know how important it is and how exhilarating it was to vote for a woman oh, in yeah. a presidential election? Uh, look who you're telling. Like, <laughs> I didn't even want to vote for her. I know. But it just, it, f it felt good. It felt really good. I'm sure it felt way better for you. It, it felt exemplary. You and I went together. We sure did. You do. I remember you crying in the car afterwards. <laughs> you tearing up. It was it was amazing to participate in that. In the uh, downfall of our country? Yeah, well. <laughs> I remember in one of the, I don't know if it was a debate, I believe Hillary Clinton mentioned that her mother was born right before the passage of the 19th Amendment. And her mother died about 10 years ago. Oh, no. And she was talking about how proud she would have been, how proud Dorothy Rodham would have been. To see her daughter on the ballot? Yeah. Oh, that's great. It was a very turbulent time. Like, the news cycle was turning over every day. All of these people getting appointed to federal offices that have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> Sean Spicer. Oh, remember Sean Spicer, guys? Oh, my God. Dancing with the stars. Anyway, I think that if you are a woman living this country, I want you to follow this movie's example, which is never, ever, ever give up. <laughs> yes, please. It's too important 
Love the women in your lives. They they gave you life. They raised you. Hopefully. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say they gave you life and they can take it away. They gave you life and they can take it away. <laughs> <laughs>